88.1 WKNC. You're listening to The Local Beat. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid, and joining me for the first hour of today's program are The Small Ponds. Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas We're in here to talk about the brand new Small Ponds EP that's being released this September 16th. It's a Thursday. Doors open at 8 p.m. And I want to welcome each of you to the show. Hello. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been on the local beat. What's been going on in uh, the small ponds camp? Man, we've been so busy. We have had lots and lots of exciting things happening. We have, uh, I think since the last time we were here, we've done an, uh, a week-long East Coast tour. We've done a North Carolina tour with John Lindsay that we're just coming off of, which was super fun. And, man, we've done and a lot we of a stuff. Record, we got a record deal i guess since then i don't know if the i don't even know if we had a way to make our record then but um that all came together and last chance records last chance records yeah that's american aquarium's record label we um we stole them from them they they actually don't have a label and they're they're all washed up now we took we've (laughs) taken we've taken their van probably gonna steal all their band members and just like they're done yeah we are the flagship band of last chance records at a little rock arkansas (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, BJ. You did, like you said, record an EP, an album, uh, a five-song EP, five-song album. What are we going to call this? We are going to call it, we're going to call it a record. Okay. How about that? We'll call it a five-song record. No, it's an EP. Yeah. It's a. It's an EP. And uh, when was this recorded? Well, we've recorded it in pieces over the last six months, I guess. We did three of the songs at... Sound Pure Studios recorded with our close friend and collaborator, Chris Berner. And that's a great studio in Durham. And then we did a one of the songs, Gypsy Cards, with, uh, with Chris at his own studio, the Burlap Palace, here in the greater Raleigh area. And then we did um, what I think will be uh, the single off of this EP called Loneliness, we recorded with Chris Stamey at Chris's Only studio. Chris producers. Is there a thing for Chris's? Well, I mean, we do have a thing for Chris's. I don't know. Do, do we have a thing for Chris? Yeah, I mean, we I love Chris. I guess Chris's. we do. We love Chris's. There's lots of Chris's. <laughs> We're not very Christian, but I guess they... <laughs> Sorry, that's just a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I totally have a thing for Chris's. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's five songs. And how long did it take you to record all five of these, you know, in separate intervals or were they all done one time? How was that? How was that process? Do you, would you like to speak to this? Uh, I will. Yeah. Well, the, the three that we did it, um, at sound pure was, was, um, it was kind of like a sneaking in late night thing, which we weren't really sneaking in, but it would be romantic to think that, that we had like picked a lock, but we were coming in sort of after hours. And so, those were done pretty fast. I think we only had two evenings there. And it was really fun because, you know, what we were coming in with was kind of um, Matt and I having sat around and played these songs in my little office, you know, a handful of times. And we hadn't even really had a show to speak of, I don't think, yet at that time. So they were kind of raw. and um, When you say a show, do you mean like... You started writing these and doing these songs before the small ponds was really before formed. the small. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
chronology is not my strong suit. I'll tell you that right now. I'm going to tell you some wrong stuff. It's just going to be wrong. No one knows. (laughs) Yeah, no one knows. So let's just say that we hadn't had a show yet. And, but, but the, but the point is that we, we kind of came in to those, to those songs with nothing more than the song itself and some like enthusiasm to have a good time in the studio. And Matt here, um, it turns out, is a pretty amazing producer who came up with some very clever ways to get around the fact that we didn't have a whole lot of time and we didn't have a drummer or a bass player or anything. And he can kind of play everything at varying levels of of awesome of perfection. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but so, like, for the um, percussion track of, of Horse on a Bus, we... we stood out in the hallway and clapped and snapped and you know we just kind of invented ways to make cool sounds to fill out these acoustic songs and it was really exciting and and like you know it's fun to make a record quick like that that's how that's we all know that's sort of that's how they used to do it right without a plan you just go in and like whatever happens is what happens and then and then i'll let matt talk more about gypsy cards because that was one that you know, I was there for that. That was done over a couple of sessions, but sort of more homey, home style. And I remember that my part was, you know, coming in and singing my parts. And then we had a big old time coming up with about four parts of strings that layer all together in beautiful way on that song, which I played all of. But I'm, I was being coached by the music theory people who actually know how to do stuff like that. So it was kind of fun. And um and then the loneliness song we we had a little bit more of a we had played that live a lot with a full band and so we were excited to go in with Chris Stamey and have it be a you know the kind of thing where you record basic tracks more like more like the regular way you make a record with a band. Right. Um although I guess we we did sort of start with a scratch just you and me. So mm-hmm. in a way all the songs start with me and Matt singing and playing, but um, y'all hush out there. It's wild, <laughs> yeah, wild, wild in, in the studio. I don't know what's happening down the hallway. Dag, <laughs> but Matt, you can you might want to say something about more. Yeah, so uh, so loneliness was, you know, it's the it's the the single. It's the one that we're most excited about in a way because it's newest, and you always like the new kid yeah. the most. Right. (laughs) And uh, but also, you know, it it, I hope it fits in with the rest of the record, but it is a little bit more rocking, I think. Um, And it I feel like it shows the direction that Matt and I are going in the way that we're writing and singing. It's a little bit more. It's not it's certainly not a love duet, but it is a duet and it feels more like a conversation with between two people in music. So, and I think that's where that's more like the, the songs that we're writing now, the brand new songs are a little bit more in that territory. But Matt, do you want to say something about gypsy cards? But you did some crazy Casio keyboard things. Oh no, we did some Chris, uh, Burner and I had kind of put that together or the kind of the basics for that track together. And there's a lot of, um, there's some, um, program drum beats in it which kind of gives it this kind of cuteness but the cuteness is kind of it's still kind of dark sort of like the song is I guess and uh so we did and you know like the title gypsy cards I mean it's kind of like putting all your faith into sort of a 
to the to the gods, I guess. Um, but in sort of a roadside, you know, truck stop, sinister kind of a way, as all good relationships begin. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Um, the uh, but uh, anyway, so we did that, and I play. Um, oddly enough, I guess I play. Um, some woodwind instruments, saxophones and flutes and clarinets. And there's some like flute and clarinet in that track. And then we mixed in some of uh, a pretty thick um, violin that Kaylin did, which sounded great. And I, th- I think I really liked the way it came together. And um, so that's cool. The, uh, oh, just going back to the sound pure, I was just going to make a comment that we actually, I th- we did sort of sneak in there, but then, we, I think we paid a little bit of money to use the studio time, but then I think I remember working off a lot of that studio time because SoundPure also slings like high-end studio gear and a lot of high-end microphones, and they do, they record demos of all of the microphones and microphone preamps and stuff like that, and I got recruited a handful of times to go in there and record like saxophones on really fancy many thousand dollar valued microphones in the studio which was really fun but it was sort of like they would call me and be like it's time to come in and record some stuff (laughs) you can pay off that last hundred dollars with an hour of your time or whatever and And then they called me and they were like you could come in and clean the toilet (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's terrible Oh man, um, we don't know what Chris Burner did to those toilets. Either. Right, exactly. We don't know that. We don't know what happened, Chris Burner. But uh, but anyway, so the Gypsy Cars I think is kind of cool. And even though the single, and I like the way it sits on our new record too. It's at the end as kind of this sort of kind of posing afterthought on the record, which I think is yeah. It's the it's the candy dish at the end of the, at the end of the meal. Or it's those weird... It's the dessert. Oh, I know what it is. It's those weird um, seeds that you get in the, the Indian seeds, restaurant yeah. covered in <laughs> sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird goose The fortune seeds. cookie? Yeah. Know. Are we going too far? Well, it could be... Th- I mean, it's the fortune, fortune cookie, cookie kind of yeah. goes with the, the theme, <laughs> I guess. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and take a listen to Gypsy Cards since we've been talking about it. Uh, once more, I'm talking with The Small Ponds. They have a album release party this coming September 16th, that's a Thursday, they're playing with Bright Young Things at the Poor House. Doors open at 8 p.m. On that day, will be available, of course, through the electronic market. Um, iTunes. Um, <laughs> iTunes will have it along with other digital outlets, um, I believe. Uh, so that'll be available. But uh, most importantly, you'll be able to get it at the show from us. And... You will be able to get it at School Kids Records in Raleigh. Um, that is That will happen. It'll be there. Um, and then through Last Chance Records, I think it's just lastchancerecords.com, you'll be able to order your or copy. Um, right, or you can get to it from thesmallponds.com. Cool. Let's go ahead and listen to it. This is Gypsy Cards. It's by The Small Ponds right here on The Local Beat. I want to talk a little bit about the the band, Small Ponds, the band. I mean, of course, Caitlin, Matt, you two are the 
you two are the small pawns. I mean, I think the the full title of this EP is Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas are the small pawns EP. If you want to throw that in there for even more length, I guess. Um, but you do have some other members of the band as well that play live with you. We do, yeah. We um we have our um my husband whose name is Skillet is the drummer. As you pointed out, he appears not to have a last name. I like Skillet. Skillet. I, I, he's like the he's like the Bono. Yeah, exactly. It's just Skillet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's been playing drums with us live, and then Jesse Hubner um, is our bass player, and he's been really um, he's been doing a lot for us beyond just being our bass player. Like he's we've recorded a few things at his place, and he actually did the mix on um, Gypsy Cards, which okay. you just heard. Right. And He's a real super multi-talented guy, not to mention being we're we're pretty lucky. We have a we have a uh, which is good because we don't own a tour vehicle, so we may wind up doing a big long tour in my Subaru. So it's a really good thing that yeah. we all get along quite well. <laughs> and it's economical to bring your mate along on tour cuz then you can share a bed or even an air mattress. So cuts down on You don't have to sleep on the next to that. Um, that may happen at some point. I mean, you can't rule these things out because we will be crashing on some couches. So, yeah. but if Matt and I sleep together, we'll go, um, head Ellen, if you're head to foot, if you're listening, Ellen, um, <laughs> or skillet, we will, and with a bundling board. Right. Yeah. yeah or we could put Matt in one of those, uh, chastity sacks, you know, you could sew them up every night. You know, absolutely. I've got, I'll bring mine on the road with yeah. me. It's monogrammed. Yeah. So those on the history channel. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're making history. The LL Bean chastity. The LL Bean chastity Onesie. belt. <laughs> the pitter so, pats for your sexuality. They are not going to know what pitter pats are. Matt thinks that footy pajamas are called pitter pats. I've never heard that before. No one has. Pitter pats? But in I like his it, family. Though. No, wanna, it's very good. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to recycle that. Is that okay? Yeah, they're Pitter pats. Pitter pats. It makes all the sense in yeah. the world. I mean, just because you haven't heard it before doesn't mean it's not brilliant. <laughs> right? That's right. Someone's going to name their cat Pitter Pats after this show or something. I hope so. <laughs> so why is it Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas are the small pawns and not Caitlin Carey, Matt Douglas, Skillet, and uh, Jesse Hubner are the small pawns? Because we can't always afford them. Uh, as far as like taking them on the road, or... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that implies like that we could ever afford them, but um, yeah. But uh, I I think that it's we I, kind of from the get go because you know our uh, our band kind of launched out of our band meaning Caitlin and I, of course. Um, you know, kind of launched out of the uh, the Love Hangover show, two thousand nine, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then and then we and then we did it this year as well together, and the. Uh, and so it definitely, you know, our songs are kind of about, you know, they're kind of two people focused a lot. And even if they're not, they are coming from the both of us. Right. And we have sort of, you know, so it's a creatively, it sort of makes sense that it's sort of about the, the our partnership. Um, and that's also just sort of how we, you know, we kind of wanted to make sure that we sort of maintain some level of, you know, control over our destiny, um, which has nothing to do with the bandmates. It just has to do with like how flexible do we want to be? Right. Cause you kind of need to be that flexible the way that we want to kind of approach our, you know, business to, to use a, some corporate jargon. We're very nimble, <laughs> agile, 
Is that it or it's nimble? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Sometimes we're built for speed and sometimes we're built to just destroy stuff, you know, (laughs) however you. As far as, you know, the songs go, you do like playing with a band better than just playing as a duet. Are there certain songs that you would rather play as a duet? That is, that's a great question, Adam. So I, I feel like it, it's really fun. You you come to know your songs as different kind of characters. Like when we, when Matt and I sing something like the one the one we just did live, um, just the two of us. I feel like there's this listening that happens, and it can be a little bit more duetty in the way that it's hard to articulate. But it's like we're really listening to each other. But it's that song is so fun with the band because it's got this pretty heavy groove you know it's it's a it's a not it's a down and dirty new orleansy almost sounding the song that we're about to play here. oh the song that we're about to play right as far as loneliness goes it's the one song on the album that has a full backing band why did you decide to make that one the one with everybody that's a great question adam (laughs) i think we decided because that one we'd been kind of working out live the longest been playing a lot of shows and putting it in that uh, a pretty regular member of our set, that song. Um, and it just seemed to, uh, I don't know, we had kind of a more firm idea of how we wanted that one to come across. And it happens to just be with like some pretty big drums and bass. And there's a cool, uh, there's a kind of a bridge section to it that's instrumental that is pretty thick with some kind of cool vintage synths and uh, along with, uh, you know, violin and the, uh, you know, acoustic guitar. So there's kind of some, some nice textures that happen with that. And I think it just sort of suits the song really well as well. It's, it's kind of aggressive with. It's a, the, it's a little bit of an angry song. It does have the, the bridge is sort of a vacation where you think that this pair of people, I mean, or I don't even know if there's just one set of, it's kind of about gross bar pickup scenes or, you know, sorted gross, guy girl stuff that we don't we're Matt and I are both lucky enough not to have to participate in anymore but we Poofist. we remember so, yes exactly yeah, I'll, I'll cut that totally no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't had to get that out. in there somehow right don't even need to get that out. so yeah this song had to have a little nasty nasty on it I think it, it needed um to be a little bit more aggressive to get across the aggressive gross like icky pickup thing yeah. But then but then the bridge is nice and pretty, so you imagine that they maybe did have a little bit of fun before they figured out how gross they both were. Yeah, totally. Well, I, I think that song is is also a pretty good... Uh, I'm not sure that we've ever really talked about this, so I could just be... I could be totally missing the mark here. Um, but the, uh, you know, for two people like the two of us that are happily married to wonderful people, but I think we also share kind of a good cynicism or something about the way that things work and the way that people kind of the expected way of doing things and uh and not necessarily in a rebellious nature but we just sort of like expect that i don't i don't know what i'm trying to say i think that we we're we have happy relationships but we're both sort of like cynical about the way that the world kind of uh comes together, I guess, and that that's a fun interplay between those concepts of being like sort of satisfied and sort of dissatisfied with 
everything. Well, and that's something that I love about this, our partnership is that, like, we're writing duets and we're singing songs about love, but I think that we're both pretty into exploring some of the, I mean, these are not love songs. Um, we probably will sometime, could, would sing a true, like, I love you, baby, duet. There's no, I got no problem with that, but um, but it's fun to kind of explore and and be, I mean, I think we're both kind of fiction writers. Like it, it's, I think when we write together, we tend to, to start picturing the people we're writing about and telling little stories about them. It's not based like, off of experience. Well, it is. It is, of course. Any story you invent comes from your experience, but it's definitely not, yeah, it's not autobiographical necessarily. Um, and I think that we do say, okay, well, what's going to happen? You know, okay, what is this guy like and what might he wear? And it's sort of a riffing on um, some some characters that leads you down windy roads into the melodramas of love that, I mean, wow, that was really so pretentious sounding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. I just it. made myself have to stop talking. You you talk now. No, 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 no. That was good. That, that was that was good. Well, the I understand what you're saying and I think that what you said that very well actually, but the uh and uh you know, it can be about you know, a good song can be about, you know, true feelings with made up people and in circumstances that you imagined at any point in your day and in your life. And the, I mean, I probably the sweetest song and I say that in like the quote unquote, you know, like the sweetest sort of song on there is a song called bleeding hard, which sounds really nice and sounds like it could be sort of an adoring love song, but it, it, it actually, there's sort of a scene. There are a couple of scenes in it. It's not a real storytelling song, but there in my mind there are scenes in it, and one of those scenes is like breaking dishes and glasses and and like to the point where there's you know blood and there's you know heartache in its kind of real Very form. But that's ho. um yeah, and, you know, and, and it's uh and I think that that's uh I don't know, I mean, it's like very uh, bitter the bitter truths that we. Uh, that are like fun to think about. It's like, yeah. you know, that, that kind of the misery that keeps us all happy. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. And if you don't mind, I'd love to compare what we're going to do is, is we have Matt and, and Caitlin here of the small ponds. I'd love it. If you could play a duet for us and then we could compare that to sort of the whole band with the song loneliness. What do you think? I think that sounds wonderful. All right. Well, I, th I think you're going to play a song called kiss you on the mouth. And this is one that, that you've played live. I'm, I've definitely heard this once or twice at one of your shows. Yeah, it's pretty new, but yeah, you you are uh, you you were among the first to hear it because I think maybe was Tiernanog the first time we played it in Raleigh. I'm not sure. With John Lindsay, I think it was actually. Yeah. yeah. So well, yeah. here it goes. It's "Kiss You on the Mouth." It's by Small Ponds. This is not off of your brand new Small Ponds EP, um, but we'll we'll touch on that afterwards. I want to kiss you on the mouth We've got some things to figure out I want to spend a little time I want to know that you are mine I'm 
Regrets we didn't share The careless ones who didn't care If all you said is true I could be in love with you It has a weight that can't be weighed 
tied up forever with a golden thread. No time, no bottom, no middle, no less. We're waiting on a prize. An insatiable, inspirational, and insatiable, undeniable. And that song is live here on the local beat. It's by the small ponds. It's called Kiss You on the Mouth. You're listening to the local beat. That song right there is called Bleeding Heart here on the local beat. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid, and joining me in studio are the Small Ponds, who are coming out with a brand new EP. It's called the Small Ponds EP, and Bleeding Heart is on that album. It's going to be released September 16th at the Poor House. That's a Thursday. Doors open at 8 p.m., and the Bright Young Things are going to be playing at that show as well. Joining me in studio right now, I have Matt Douglas and Caitlin Carey, who are the Small Ponds. Thanks once more for coming on the show. Before we got to Bleeding Heart, we played a live track called Kiss You on the Mouth, which was not included on this EP. Why not? Well, we, um, you know, we have been pretty busy as a little writing team, and that's a brand new song. We're, um, we're definitely working towards uh, recording, I'm hoping, you know, in the not-too-distant future. Um, I don't know whether we've decided we want to keep with this EP model. I'm starting to think that people like, I, I want to work with the attention span that people have nowadays. So my idea is that maybe just continuing to release EPs might be a really good idea. It's fun for us. Not full length album. Right. I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. I love albums and someday we're going to make a full length record album on vinyl. That is a fantasy of ours for sure. You think it's a patience thing? It's a, yeah, it's a patience thing. It, um, it, it's a money thing for us. It's in a way it's, you know, to scrape together enough money to record five songs will take less time than to scrape up enough money to record 13 songs. Yeah. Um, but also I just kind of feel like it's it's this, um, you can kind of keep the wheel moving a little bit faster. And I, I'm kind of intrigued with that, but I'm not making promises about what our plan, our game plan is. Yeah. But we are writing a lot and... Um, Folks can expect to hear songs, new songs that aren't on this record. So At the live show. At the live right. show, yeah. Now, what about this album release show? Uh, what songs we played? I mean, I assume you're going to play more than just five tracks. We were just going to play those five, like, maybe three times each. Oh, okay. Each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. That, and maybe that, have, like, a big, long jam yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Jazz Odyssey uh, in between every one of these songs. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we... I mean, yeah, we have a lot of different stuff. We, we do... One or two covers in our set that are songs that we've done 
um, as a part of the Love Hangover show. Uh, we do a, a Tegan and Sarah song, which is kind of fun. We've been having fun with. And and we do it kind of different. I mean, it's it's a totally different feel. It's definitely, it, it's way different from the original. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty different. The uh, and then we do a song called uh, "Golden State" by John Doe. That uh, is, I mean, I wouldn't say that it like the arrangement of it is super different than the original, but we definitely sing it the way that we would sing one of our songs. I think and. Uh, and we love playing that. I mean, that's definitely one of those, like, you know, sometimes you do, uh, you, sometimes you do a cover like Tegan and Sarah's call it off. We do because it's such a, like a cool, cute, awesome song that we kind of rearranged and sort of put our own spin on it. And then sometimes you do covers because you just really wish that you had written it yourself. <laughs> and it's like, you're so jealous that somebody wrote it that you just kind of have you to take it on. You know, I were just like to get it out there, you know, because I don't, yeah. I, I don't know that, you know, I mean, I, that he obviously has a huge, you know, fan base, but there's also a lot of people that we will be playing music for over the coming months that won't necessarily be familiar unnecessarily with his music. And so that, you know, it's kind of cool to get some of that out there as well. So how many songs do Small Ponds have total? I mean, how long have you been together? I mean, sort of playing, I guess, since February 09. And then I guess, I guess Small Pond sort of really came together sort of in early 2010. That, right? Well, we, we actually celebrated the anniversary of our first show yesterday. Oh, wow. Although that will once again not make sense because this is being pre-recorded. So <laughs> <laughs> we've been a band for, we've had a, we've had a band name for a year I don't know how many songs we have. Do we have? I mean, we've done, we have done shows where we've played 15 or 16 tunes and really like filled out a long, good, healthy hour and a half set. I mean, we can do, and so, and that's kind of fun because it's sort of going a little more boss style, you know, like kind of stretching out and doing things a little different. And then, and when we do that, and when we have to do that, we pull from, um, and we have a bunch of our own stuff that we've written together, but then we also have stuff that Caitlin has written and uh, has uh, you know her solo stuff and stuff that I've done with um, the proclivities. And um, but we haven't had to do too much of that because we have a lot of stuff of our own that we've worked on, kind of built together. So, um, so I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, between the two of us, I mean, we I feel like we know a lot of songs. We could play for a week. <laughs> Have us for your week-long, I don't know, what celebration. Yeah, some kind of a call that wants to hang out with us in the woods or something. We could yeah, we could, we could throw down for, for, yeah, yeah. ages. Yeah, we went probably 13, 14 days worth of music, yeah. yeah. Well, let's go ahead and take a listen to uh, um, two more tracks here off the brand new EP. And once more, this album, it's the Small Ponds EP. It's going to be released September 16th. At the Poor House is where the CD release party is. And, of course, it will be released to the streets, I guess, that day as well. Yes. September 16th. Uh, they'll be playing with Bright Young Things that evening, and the show starts at 8 p.m. Right now, though, this is Horse on a Bus, and it's by the Small Ponds on the local beat. Love comes crazy like a horse on a bus. Cheap. Home, home. 
Bonds, who are joining me here on the local beat. Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas. That's off their brand new EP. It's called the Small Ponds EP. That will be released Thursday, that will be released Thursday, September 16th at the Poorhouse. Now, Caitlin, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I have to ask you, you have a hopscotch show that you are presenting. Uh, talk a little about that. Well, it's pretty... That's I'm, happening in like two hours, right? I know. It's yeah. just about to happen. We're about to go sound check. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I felt really, really honored to be asked to um, to curate a night for Hopscotch. It made me feel like all my hard work over the years has been noticed in this town. I've, I've been making music in Raleigh, you know, for a pretty long time, and I, it was a great honor to be asked. And um, to be able to choose some of my favorite bands um, to fill out the bill. Um, I, I, I've i been loving um, Scott Phillips' music um, right. with Goner and now with the Monologue Bombs. Um, I feel like we sort of have had this nice parallel um, set of, you know, I don't know, careers going, and I'm a, such a fan. Um, I, I saw the last Boy Wonder Jinx show um which is one of my earlier concert memories of in the area anyway um so so i'm thrilled to have scott and his band on and then luego is sort of the young up-and-coming exciting um out of durham Durham. they're they're part of the drug horse collective i love patrick's um he's like a really super enthusiastic little pop star guy and um he asked me to sing on his record and which was a, a lot of fun. I got to go out to, um, I always forget the name of, of Jeff Crawford's studio, which is bad. Arbor Ridge Studios. Uh, thank you, yes. Arbor Ridge. Yes, <laughs> I want to drop that because, but it was fun to go out there. And, and then um, Aaron McEwen is someone who started putting out solo records maybe around the same time that I did, I think. And I, I feel like I've, we've passed each other on the road a lot. I don't know her personally, but Matt is, has actually worked with her. So it's nice. I feel it's exciting to include her and Matt's going to actually play with her. Um, he'll play some, some woodwinds, um, and other sounds with Aaron. And, um, and I think that, that she should bring out a, uh, a whole crowd of her own. I know she's I, she's pretty popular, so I'm excited yeah. um, about that. And then um, we're going to include the Trace Chicas right. because they're my girls, and I think we're going to do... Uh, we haven't quite fully formed this yet, even though the show is in like two hours, but um, <laughs> they're going to sing a couple so- Small Pond songs with us, and then we'll do a few Chica songs with the Small Ponds as our backing band, so it'll be like a... And then, and then, of course, there'll be the all-star jam at the end somehow. All right. I, Bring it all you together. can't have a show like that without the all-star jam. Yeah, so. for sure. Definitely all-star jam at the <laughs> end. Well, once more, we have to say this is at the Deep South Bar in downtown Raleigh, and it is Caitlin Carey's presenting this Hopscotch show, uh, and it's starting, I guess doors open are going to be opening around 7 p.m. this evening, and I think the music starts either 9 or 10 I'm not real sure. We we'll just show up at seven. I think it's start nine. Drinking. I think it's nine, nine is when, yeah. when we start cracking. Great. And once more, that's the monologue bombs. Luego, Aaron McEwen. It's 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 McEwen. McEwen. Okay. But it's yeah. But uh, I think most people say McEwen. But McEwen. I think it's McEwen. it's somewhere in the middle. McEwen. McEwen. All right. Yeah. It's hard. A it's, Scottish I, lass. <laughs> McEwen. 
<laughs> yeah. Small Ponds and Trace Chicas, who will be performing in tandem with each other. Well, Caitlin, Matt, I want to thank you so much for coming in the local beat this evening. Uh, it's definitely been a pleasure. You're always welcome back. And uh, You are so nice to us. We yeah. really appreciate your um, super fandom and your... Um, what you do for this town is really great. Thank you. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Adam, for having me. No problem. And I'll see you in a couple hours at Deep South Bar and uh, for your Hopscotch show. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs>